You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Hi, welcome to the Unicorns Are Real Podcast. I'm Aaron or Erod. You know, I can't ever figure out an actual system to what I want to be called on a weekly basis. I mean, call me whatever. Just don't call me a hoe or a whore or a slut or any derogatory term that you can use towards women. I don't know. I'm just filling in like dead air. I'm doing a solo episode again, guys, because I haven't been on my stuff and actually like getting guests and guests cancel on me like <laughs> in very short notice. But it's fine. We're all busy in this crazy world. But this is the last Friday of Black History Month. When you guys will be hearing this. Um, so I hope that you guys have <laughs> a somewhat good, a great Black History Month. I know this month was actually rough for all of us. It was a lot of things going on. Um, a lot of deaths. So I hope that... Um, Y'all found that your light at the end of the tunnel of this Black History Month. And then, you know, prepare it for March and hoping March brings so much more joy. And that you can, you know, continue to celebrate your great blackness and all that jazz for my black listeners. Um, but so my color of the week I will have to say is, I'm going to go with purple. Purple's a good color overall. It's creative. I will say that it can be tied to success. And purple was like a royal color. So like, oh, and it's also like the psychology behind purple is also intuition. And so like being intuitive in some way. So purple Purple, definitely for this week. Um, my song of the week, I don't know. What am I going to go with? I feel like I'm still stuck on um, Brent Fayez. I think I'm stuck, still stuck with his album. So I'm going to go with Cloud It off the album, which is the second track if you guys listen to the album in order. I'm going to go with Clouded for my song of the week. Anybody gonna remember and we're actually going to, like, insert, insert, like, maybe the world change. change. I, I just pray they don't forget my name. These are game rules I can't lose. When it's all said and done, will I still be cool? Spent like 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000. How much I'ma spend profiling? She come in and compliment my closet. Fuck her on the floor like I don't give a fuck about it. Your judgment get clouded when you clouded. My opposition wish I'd stop smiling. All right, and I'm back. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that little brief segment of the awesome, awesome Brent Thayas. Um, F the world. I don't know why I censored myself. I haven't been censoring myself lately. But I've been actually trying to do good with, like, not swearing. But so since this is a solo episode and, you know, my solo episodes are like all over the place. But this episode, I'm going to mainly talk about like frustrations 
with everything. So this is a frustrated podcast episode <laughs> from a frustrated creator. Um, so lately, you know, ever since, um, I don't know. So ever since I came back from vacation, at work has been crazy. So like, I'm frustrated being a creative in the corporate world because like right now at my job we're down um, two two art directors. Well, technically three. Like it would be equal to three junior level art directors, but a senior art director and a junior art director technically so two but three in reality with the workload but we can manage if we just had two extra hands so like I've been getting projects like crazy staying up you know staying at work all time of day pulling like 12 hour shifts at work <laughs> essentially and it, you know that's been that's been extremely frustrating like I've been losing my shit in the basement that's where I work <laughs> because I've been moved from the first floor. So I've been losing my shit in the basement, sometimes by myself, um, other times with the creative director that sits down there with me. But it's been going, like, it's been so busy. And I've been going home, like, just washed. And wanting to be creative, like, after work is so difficult when all day you've spent time, just, like, brain power focusing and doing all work for clients like it's so frustrating being a creative in a corporate environment and creating for clients and trying to fulfill their needs and then trying not to be condescending to them and what they feel is best for their brand but sometimes they don't know best and you have to like kindly explain it to them and like getting them to see it from your point of view is very, very, very difficult sometimes. So I've been dealing with a lot of that and like just like sometimes questioning my ability and questioning my creativity because I don't think I've had enough time to like sit and think about the projects I've been producing. I've just been producing. We've been like working. And when you're just working, you're like, is this even good? Because at this point, I didn't put too much, like, thought into it. And I want, like, I want the clients to have work that they like. But I also want work to be reflected in my books. And I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've been doing, I wouldn't put in my book or my portfolio or however you creatives, you know, call your collection of work. Most people say portfolio. Um but I just been feeling in a place of not seeing like if I were to ever leave this company, which I don't see that happening anytime soon. But if I were to ever leave this company, I sometimes think like, bro, what am I going to have to show like potential companies? Like, do I want to put any of this stuff in my book? Sometimes I struggle with that because sometimes we get stuck in these templates that we create for clients, but it doesn't leave us wiggle room to actually like show off what we can do, like our full thinking process because we're doing brainless work at that time at those points. Like, I don't know, like you guys tell us, I mean, the unicorns podcast, 
you know, DMs are always open for people to talk to us and open for us. But like, tell us like what frustrations that you go through at work. And if you're creative, like, how do you cope with that? Because I need, maybe I need better ways of coping with not being able to fully like have time to think of unique processes for the creative that I'm producing for these clients. So that's that's one thing that's been frustrating, like very, very frustrating, frustrating lately. Um, and like outside of like work frustrations and trying to get on track with that and trying to find a routine in that, I've been, you know, slightly frustrated with the podcast. I know, guys, I know that's crazy to hear, but it's starting to become like very hard keeping track of everything because of my workload at work. And I mean, work has been regular work. I did get a promotion. Um, I am considered <laughs> officially a regular art director. I think before I was, I had the junior in front, so I've moved up to art director. Um, so the price has gone up shorties. Um, but so Work has been, since that's been going crazy, being extremely busy, I haven't been finding a lot of time to do stuff that I want to do for the podcast. Like, I want our listeners, you guys, I want you guys to have the best listening experience that we can possibly create. And that's hard for me to do as a solo act now because, you know, we don't have Dobbins anymore and we don't have a producer, like, helping like get creatives or unicorns on the episodes, make sure the scheduling's fine, make sure that I stay in line. And it's actually very difficult for me to find the time to create um create the visuals for the podcast. Oh my goodness. So as I'm talking to you guys right now, two things have been added to my work <laughs> dashboard. I don't even know why I have that open. I just got so angry because I have stuff open that I shouldn't have open after work, popping up emails and stuff, adding more work to my thing. But yeah, so it's been hard for me to get stuff produced visually for the podcast because I now have added responsibility at work and it's nobody to actually like help. Like, I just need somebody, like, what would be great if I can find somebody to help with visuals? Like, I give them the format. It's basically template. It, it, it's in a template, kind of. Like, sometimes I get wild and go outside the template. But lately, I've been trying to make it more templated and make it easier and less time-consuming because I'll have less time to think about it. But I also want it to look good where people want to, like, repost it or share it. And I know people do that for the love sometimes, but like I want some, I want the guests to feel special when they see the artwork, and that's that's been that's been a struggle. And like just like sometimes like coming in the studio or like sitting down and thinking about having to record has been difficult because it's like I literally it's hard for me to like research by myself. It's hard for me. And, like, it's, it's also, like, a part of my issue is also 
very hard for me to ask help for help from other people. Like, it's difficult because I'd be like, I can do this. I Well, I can depend on myself. I know my strengths. I can depend on myself way better, way easier than I can depend on somebody that's going to enter into this. And I don't know how much energy they're going to give me. Are they going to give me some half-ass energy? And I don't like the work that they produce because they're not getting paid. So because it's a free thing, what type of, what level are we going to be? Are they going to be passionate about this? Because if they're not passionate about it, then they're not going to create their best work. So that that has been like an extreme issue for me. And I mean, I really, I really love like recording and I love doing this podcast, but I also know that I can't do everything myself. And though, though I've been doing like, hey, if I can give myself a pat on the um, shoulder or a round of applause, you know, maybe Jaira adds some sound effects there <laughs> when he does the <laughs> sound design. I'm probably edit this out. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I've been doing pretty good, you know, for this last two months with like getting, you know, some people like I created like a small schedule, but like I got to go back, go back out and reach out to people and see if people's schedules are online. And talk to artists that you know you guys may not be familiar with or you are familiar with and we just haven't had the chance to have them on the podcast so I've been trying to see who can I bring on here and if I want to just stay local with like talking to the creators in the city like yes it's a Detroit-based podcast and yes we want to focus on Detroit-based artists you know to uplift the community in Detroit but we also want you guys to be introduced or exposed to artists that may not be in the city. Like we've had a couple episodes with other unicorns, you know, with unicorns outside of the city, outside of the state, expressing and showing their work so you guys can get hip to new, like, creatives and see what other creatives outside the state are doing, which are also amazing things. Yes, Detroit produces some amazing unicorns, and we have brilliant work here. But other places also produce amazing unicorns and have work that they want to share. So if you guys are listening and you want to be on the podcast or you're interested in talking to me or want to be a part of the podcast, I mean, reach out. Just slide in the unicorns DMs. And if you feel like I'm not responding fast enough, you can slide in my personal DMs. I mean, that's open to like all of this is a way to contact me. It's, it's, I'm, I'm pretty accessible. If it's like you're serious about it, I like your work. Because I mean, I also like am gonna start including Jaira in the decision making of what creatives he wants to hear or like what creatives we should have on the podcast. Like what what has he seen that I might have missed that would be a great asset to, to the Unicorns Are Real podcast. So that's a frustration I've had with podcasting being a podcaster because it's not always easy to like um feel a hundred percent to come into the studio and do something it's not it's not the easiest task <laughs> like I feel like today I look like a crackhead because I came from um essentially almost a 11 hour <laughs> shift at work 
And it's not really a shift. It's just like 11 hours of working on a computer and coming, having to drive straight here and being like, do I really want to record today? But if I didn't record today, I don't know when I'll find the time during the week to record. Um, But another frustration, (laughs) as much as I want this podcast to be just about art, (laughs) another frustration I've been having lately is with men. So we're going to talk about this, dog, because some wild stuff been happening in my DMs. And (laughs) I want everybody to know that I'm a nice person and I at least I try to be. But I just want I'm just frustrated with how um, some men have been approaching me in my DMs. Because in my head, in my head, I don't think I'm giving off the spirit of being a side chick. (laughs) Because niggas have been approaching me that have whole is are basically married. Okay. They're basically married. And they got three kids and <laughs> all this jazz. Like, Nick has been, like, in my DMs just on some nonsense. And I'm sorry to, like, and it seems like I be exposing people on here. I don't be saying names, but I should be exposing people just so people can watch out. But um, the other day, so by the time you, I mean, when you guys hear this, it'll be like, whoo, that was so long ago. But Sunday, yesterday, on the Lord's Day, um, <laughs> This man slated my DMs or whatever because, like, uh, I mean, my picture, I guess, it was a little risque. <laughs> but that's still no reason for how he approached. So, like, he sent me hard eyes. I was like, all right, that's fine. You know, thank you. Um, and then, you know, I, actually, like, with him, I didn't I didn't really say thank you or, like, the post because I was like, he's been in my DMs a lot lately, and I don't know what he's on because this man has three kids and a woman that he is serious with because if you go to his Instagram, she is in every post or every other post. So I don't know if I'm being set up by her and she trying to catch me slipping or this nigga just like, you know, being a weirdo. Um, But yeah, so he. So I responded and was like, um, I want to give you all the exact response. Hold on. Let me find my cell phone. I want Jaira to play like a a shuffling noise. (laughs) So story time, guys. Let me go to my DMs. Um, Because when I open the app, guess who's on the unicorns page? That is not helpful. All right. Oh. I thought he unsent something. I was like, dog. <laughs> That's how you know niggas is slick. Because he unsent something. Nah, he ain't unsent nothing. He don't care if his girl go through his phone. He must have that boy on lock. Um, Or he deletes the whole message thread, right? Can't you do that? Just delete the whole message thread and they don't even see nothing? I mean, I still got the messages on my end, so I can always screenshot. But, like, if he was a real smart cheater, he would unsend it. And then delete the whole thread. <laughs> so whoever, <laughs> whoever, but I'm not the one. I mean, I screenshot, but I'm not going to be like sliding your girl's DMs and be like, you see what your nigga be on? Nah, I'm not going to be like that. But I am about to say all these text messages. I mean, these messages I got from him. I'm not going to say his name so you guys can't, you know, find him. He might listen to this. Who knows? 
Um, so yeah, so he sent the hard eyes, and I was like, yeah, my concern face, because like the post I posted, I was like, in need of someone to fold all these clothes I just washed. Also auditioning to be a concerned face model. You know, because, like, my face looked very concerned. I don't know why. But I was really, like, tired. And I just washed $20 worth of loads <laughs> of clothes. And I just wanted somebody to fold my clothes. Like, you know how frustrating it is to fold? It's tiring. And it was a lot of clothes because I didn't wash in a month. And I was like, thank God I got a crap ton of clothes and I didn't run out of clean clothes. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, this pile is starting to get ridiculous. Let me handle this. So I sent back. I was like, my concerned face really sells the whole look. And then he sends, which he should have probably read this before he sent it. He's like, you think so? It's been any face that sold the looks for me being attracted you. I think he meant attracted to you. But I didn't respond because I was like, mm, I don't like where this conversation is going. So I'm not going to respond. And then, like, maybe three hours later, he sends me, would love to treat you to a drink. And I'm like, aren't you married? Like, just just be straightforward for, with these people. And one of my friends said that. And I was like, well, I was already thinking about sending that. So I'm just be straightforward with people. Aren't you married? And he was like, no, we're not married yet. Nope. This man said, we're not married yet. Like, who, who, who? Mm. So I was like, okay, who sends that? And then the following message, after he said, we're not married yet, he was like, not engaged, but I'll be honest, it'll happen sometime this year. So you already know you're going to engage, be engaged to this woman. You already know that you see your future with this woman. Then why are you trying to be, why are you? Why do you want me to entertain your nonsense and your clear BS? Because, my dude, you want to marry this woman. You already have something serious, so why are you trying to set something up? Like, I don't, I don't play the side, and I've never been open to playing a side. Um, but why are you trying to set something up when you have something so serious? Like, this man has three kids with this woman. Three kids with the same woman. Y'all are married. Y'all have been together long enough and living long enough where it's common law. And I'm pretty sure common law is legal in Michigan. I don't know if Michigan is one of the common laws um, who, who you know, abides by common law marriage. But, like, my nigga, you have three kids with the her. I'm not doing this. One, I don't want no man with kids. Definitely not three kids. One kid... You know, I might consider it. Um, might like that's a strong possibly consider a man with a kid, but I just be like, do I really want to entertain this? I think I have. I I've entertained a man with a with a child, and but he was not still involved with the baby's mamas, to my knowledge. The baby mama, to my knowledge. But this man is blatantly, like, involved with her. Um, so then I respond back, then why are you trying to take me out? Um, you have something serious. <laughs> like, you, you, you're you in a serious relationship. Like, why are you trying to entertain me? Don't do that. And he was like, always found you attractive and just figured out ass. Um, Backstory to this man, which might make the story even worse, 
So he used to live around the corner from me um, when I moved out. I mean, he used to live around the corner from me. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say, like, the location because it might be niggas who know. Mm, people who listen to this podcast know where I live and might know who this person is. Um, But he lived around the corner from me growing up. And we might have flirted with one another. But let's say that it was definitely pretty illegal. Um, I was in eighth grade. And he was, um, I think, a senior in high school. Of Yeah, he shouldn't have been looking at me. Yeah, he definitely shouldn't have been looking at me because he was a senior in high school and I was only in the eighth grade. And I'm pretty sure I was 13 in the eighth grade. And I didn't turn 14 until I made it into high school. Yeah, just like seniors talking to freshmen. But his wasn't that case. It was like a senior plus talking to a freshman. I mean, to a middle schooler. Like, boy, don't look at me. <laughs> like, mm, I just thought about that. That is really bad. That's really bad. That's really bad that he was looking at me at that age. Like, I don't, mm Now I'm disgusted. Like, ah, ah, disgusted. Um... So, yeah, so I was like, yeah, I have to, I'll have to decline. And he sent me that little whining emoji face and was like, I understand. I appreciate your honesty, though, Um, and time. And he was like, I also apologize if I offended you. And I was like, I mean, you ain't, you didn't really offend me, but you're definitely disrespecting your woman. But I sent him, um, you didn't offend me? Um, I just res- I just respect what people have going on and I don't want to be involved in nonsense because I respect that you're in a relationship but you're that you're clearly disrespecting by even reaching out to a party when your girl thinks she's in a serious committed relationship. Like your girl knows she's not single. So your girl is in a relationship, not you. So you own some fabulous stuff and you need to get your life together. Um, so, and then he was like, well, that's, that's good news. And know that there will be no nonsense tolerated. Um, the offer still and will stand like, nigga, I'm not going to accept your offer ever. Um, (laughs) so I don't care that you say the offer still stands like, nigga, you are, you plan on, oh my God, you plan on marrying this woman and, then you want to oh my god get your life together just get it together just pull it all just zip it up and put it together that is so wild and I just pray that the Lord bless me with somebody way better than that somebody way better than that somebody who considers us in a relationship not that I, I don't know how you can have three kids with a woman and not consider yourself in a relationship with them and it's not that he doesn't consider himself in a relationship. It's just that he wants to keep his options open, even though he wants to be engaged to the woman that he's with. And that is so crazy. You want some vagina on the side. And that, you know what? Now that I think about it, that is mad disrespectful on my part, too. Like, for him to think that I would be down with that type of disrespect. 
like that I would be a willing participant. Like what in my character that you've gathered, I guess, through social um, would imply that I'm that type of female. And I, I think that's that's been my frustration with a lot of men, you know, in general that have been popping up or trying to pop up in my life. Um, I just I just don't know if I need to address the energy that I'm giving off because I don't think I've ever given off of energy that I want to be that I, I I'm willing to play the side. I don't think I've ever given off that energy. And if I have, I <laughs> I <laughs> I need to, you know, again, like talk to God about it. Cause like I, I do feel like it's magic stuff when I feel like it comes in the cases of these men who I don't know if I I mean it could I don't know. It makes me think like, is it just me that they doing this to? Um and it also makes me feel like I know it's some I don't know. Some of these men, I feel like they they won't want to be seen with you out in public. And I'm not ugly. I'm not ugly. At least I don't think I'm ugly. I think I'm pretty cute. Um, but I feel like these niggas will be the same ones that don't want to be actually seen with you in public, but they want to be in your DMs all the time. And I don't know if that's because like sometimes I'd be like, is that because I'm like a a plus girl or a thicker girl, a girl on the side of you know I'm 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 a big girl, I ain't small, and I'd be like, is these niggas just like chubby chasing for like fun, or like is it a fetish thing? I don't know what it. I'd be trying to like I don't know if I'm like like I don't know. I just be like I know that I hope that I'm not being fetishized, but I also don't know if that's like the issue. I don't know if it's just like I'm giving off like some energy that I just want to be single. I don't know. I don't know because I don't want to just be single. I I want to find someone who I can truly connect with and who I can truly build with. And if it grows into a relationship, that would be great. But if it turns into a friendship, that is also great. Like I'm accepting friends, but if we're going to be friends, then it's not going to be anything physical going on. Um, I just want to be respected and I feel like niggas haven't been doing that lately and like it's ways to like talk to me it's ways to like get to know me I'm like easy to talk to dog and it's some guys who have approached it and been nicer about it but I mean eventually that mask slip because you you see what tip they're on and it it gets to a point where you're just like wow you let your mask slip. Just relax. So yeah, that's that's a bulk of what I went through yesterday. Like, but I mean, that's been my frustration with men for a, a while now. Like, niggas I've known for years would just be on some tip. Like, so what's going on? What's up? Can I come over? Especially like when I when niggas found out I got my own place and niggas being hobo sexuals. Um, want to pull up to people's houses, but <laughs> they not providing nothing, and they just just want to be there. They just want to be a part. You oh you want you living on your own? All right, let me come through, bet. Let me come through. What you want? And you know, I was I was having moments of being bored, and I've said this on previous episodes. Like I've had moments of being bored, and I've had moments of like yeah, I'm bored, 
I guess I can entertain somebody. But I mean, nothing to go down, nothing to happen. And I'm I'm great in knowing I'm great in myself of knowing that nothing happened. I'm glad nothing happened with these men. But I'm just like, dang, niggas is really like bums out here. And I feel like I'm doing a lot of work on myself, like professionally and personally, especially like if I'm giving off this energy that I want to be somebody's side chick. And I don't. If I'm giving off that energy, I I need to do more work on myself. Like, or I just need to like realign myself with better people. Have like unfollowing, start blocking people. You know, just like clearing out the deck. Like, cause like I've been really frustrated. And I was just like, dang, this is actually starting to get to a point of very like very much disrespectful. Um, how their approach. And I is this probably they approach with a lot of women. And I just feel bad because, like, I don't want no woman to be disrespected and feel like, what type of energy am I giving off? Like, the, like how I'm feeling, I don't want other women to feel that way. And that's what's been frustrating being about men. So if you hear this and you one of them niggas, get your life together, please, and thank you. Talk to God. Um, <laughs> I think, oh, that was like a good chunk. That was a good storytelling chunk. I don't know. Jaira, how you feel about that? Just give me a head nod or something. That storytelling chunk, it was a good story. I mean, that's real life. <laughs> that's real life so I guess real life brings good stories um oh I got another story y'all I know Jaira is sick of me I told him I was gonna do a quick podcast technically we only been recording for like 39 minutes so shut up um <laughs> um so here's another story so I went out I went out on a date y'all I know it's been a minute I went on an actual actual date and it was crazy because, like, you know, I ain't been on the apps. I deleted the apps, like, two months ago, maybe three months ago. I deleted sometime in December, so almost three months ago. Um, so, yeah, so I I haven't even been, like, out to parties or whatever. And there's ways to get in my DMs. And there's ways, I mean, this person, you know, for some time now, the person I went out with, you know, for some time now, has been doing, like, little friendly slides here and there, um, replying to my stories, um, being, you know, pretty nice about it, you know, being respectful, not coming off sideways, you know, just being very nice, complimenting, but, like, not creepy compliments. Like, it's compliments that are creepy, like, there's some nice titties. What I got to do to touch them? Like, niggas be wild in your DMs. Or, <laughs> I can't believe somebody actually said my titties was nice. I mean, <laughs> in a sick way, I guess that is a compliment. But that's that's not the most respectful compliment, dog. That's, like, a very, that's a very shitty compliment, honestly. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't just let niggas touch my titties. Like, bro. What what tip are you on? Oh my god, niggas! I, oh my god, I don't know. I'm gonna start fighting. Maybe niggas will respect me when I put hands on somebody or something. Like clearly, the peaceful passive Aaron ain't cutting it. All right, but like back to this story of the date that I went on. Um, so yeah, he's been like for some time. I guess since around my birthday of last year, so October ish. 
he's been consistently i'm sorry my mouth got really dry <laughs> he's been consistently like just popping up just you know like leaving the thought in my head not fully going for it not like fully approaching me or or like i guess he didn't want to be like a dm encounter so like not fully going for it but just like lingering so i approach him um with a job opportunity because I needed help with something and he was down for that so then he gave me his number and you know I text him just so he can have my number as a contact so we can get out of DMs and you know mine I wasn't even thinking about like I wasn't thinking about him in a romantic way he's a very attractive man but I wasn't thinking about him in a romantic way when I approached him for the job opportunity so so yeah I give him my number we exchange numbers whatever um well he gives me his number and then I text his number and then like hey it's Aaron you know just plug it in he's like yeah about to plug you in blah 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 I'm like bet all right cool so like the job opportunity didn't happen but you know like he was he started to send me like good morning good morning text I mean I don't really care for good morning texts. like I respond sometimes I I send a good morning but I feel like niggas who text you good morning sometimes you know they just going through, they, you know, they list and sending a good one off real quick. So he sent me a good morning text, you know, I guess for a couple of days, maybe a couple of days or so. I feel like he, he didn't have my number for long. And, you know, since a good morning text, you know, that was appreciated. It did make me smile. I was like, you know what? He actually is kind of cute. This guy kind of cute. I guess I can entertain him or whatever. Like, and I was like, mm, no, I'm still going on the man fast. So I don't know if this would be the best thing. Because I'm, I'm legit on my man fast for my apartment. So I can't have people at my place. <laughs> so, yeah, so he sent me a good morning. You know, we go into the world, you know, telling about work and such. You know, fast forward, you know. We have a pretty good chemistry via text. It seemed like he was... um actually interested and talking to me and it was it was nice it was like refreshing it wasn't like no sexual into windows too fast or like no no type of that not that energy too soon which was refreshing because lately I've been approached with like all right what's going on when can I come through um you know I always wanted to have sex with you like niggas just be on tip like this man okay okay this is another story but this man was on my snapchat I don't get on snapchat and he was like, you know, I still want to have sex. I always wanted to, you know, have sex. Well, he didn't say sex. He probably said he always wanted to fuck me or something. Um, I hate using that word, so I, I've been trying to clean up my language. <laughs> um, but, like, he and I was like, dang, is this really how people approach you? But, you know, me, I was like, oh, is that so? And they'd be like, yeah, don't act like you ain't know that, Aaron, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. But, yeah, he was having a nice conversation with me or whatever. And I don't know. Eventually, it turned into, like, you know, before I did this job or whatever, before we worked together, um, uh, can we get can we get to, like, he'll, <laughs> he'll love to, you know, get with me or, like, hang out, go out with me, 
before he does this job that I'm asking him to complete. And I'm like, all right, that's cool or whatever. If like, like I'm down if you're asking. And then he reworded it. So he was asking me if he can take me out sometime. And, you know, we worked out a schedule. We set it up. Boom, boom. Here we are. Friday, we go out. It was a it was a nice I would say it was a nice date, you know, because I was still like because how his words were in the text messages. I was like, maybe it's not a date, and maybe I'm just overthinking this mess. Um, because like he kind of worded it as a hangout type of situation. I was like, all right, I always keep money on me. I have my money on me regardless, because you know, if he can't afford to pay for himself, that's his L. I'm always gonna be able to afford to pay for myself if it came down to it. And if he ain't paying, if he ain't paying, this ain't a date. And that means I don't have to really talk to him like that. Um. So yeah. So I was like, he. You know, he told me the place. We met at the first place, and the first place was, like, packed because it was a Friday. I was kind of frustrated. I had to work late that Friday, but I made sure I got off in time to go home and change because, like, if I didn't go home and change, I was going to look like a straight little boy. He was going to be out with his little studsband. I was going to be somebody's studsband. That stud husband, if y'all didn't know. Um, I looked like a little boy. But I went home and changed. So I was like, uh, it might be a date. Let me look like something. I'm not going to put on no makeup or nothing because I don't got time for that. But let me look like at least <laughs> slightly presentable. So, yeah, so I meet him at the first place. You know, I show up before him. He show up kind of late, you know. But then again, I was a couple minutes late. But he, he was also, he was later than me. So he was late. So we meet there. It's super packed. But we stay there for, like, a drink. Um, I paid for my first drink myself because, like, he wasn't there in time. And I was like, the day I had, I'm going to just get a drink for myself because I had a day. And I can afford that. And drinks ain't that expensive. But, yeah, so we have a drink. We play a couple games. And then we go to a restaurant. We walk to Greek Town, go to a restaurant. Boom, we're in a restaurant. And, you know, the conversation's flowing or whatever. We order food. We order some more drinks. These drinks was much stronger at this place. And, you know, conversations. And then, like, it was, it felt mad comfortable. Like, I don't want to get too excited about this, y'all. It's still fresh. I'm not going to get too excited about this in case you listen. I ain't that excited. I mean, you cool and all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, it was cool hanging out with him. He's a nice guy. Um, but the conversations were flowing. I was like really comfortable with him and I, it was surprising because like lately, I don't know, the conversations with these men haven't been, you know, the most, the greatest because, you know, they, um, for the most part, um, have been kind of straightforward with what they want and it's only been like them wanting sexual relationships and not wanting anything deeper. And that's not the type of person I am. I at least want some substance behind any type of physical actions. I don't know, even like kissing you, like I want to be able to talk to you first. Like, can I pick your brain? Can we exchange words? Can you tell me like your greatest fear or something? I don't know, something deep. So like, yeah, conversations were flowing and it was, it was, it was nice overall. It was, it was a nice time. Um, I made him like lick some salt off a glass 
And he didn't know it was salt. And I was like, wow. Who doesn't know that salt on the rim of a tequila shot? But, you know, <laughs> to each his own. Maybe he don't go out often. Maybe he don't drink like that. I don't know. But we took shots. Well, took a shot. Um, yeah, it was it was just really nice. And I was being mad weird because I'm weird. And he was comfortable with it. Like most guys that I have gone out with, they'd be like, oh, you're weird. Um, obviously. I don't want to say obviously, but no, no, no shit, Sherlock. I'm weird. I'm not saying all creatives are weird, but it's good to be weird. It's it's refreshing to be weird and not to be super normal. So, you know, he found my weirdness refreshing and found me funny. I like to think I'm funny sometimes. Maybe not all the time, but I'm pretty funny. Um, Yeah, and it was just mad cool, mad cool. Um, I would say I went to his house. And <laughs> it was, it was, it led up to it. Like, it was like, let's go do art, right? That was what I, and I was like, am I really about to go to this man's house to do art? I mean, that is my intention. But I was like, dang, am I giving out the wrong message? So the whole time, like, heading there, I'm like, dang, am I giving out the wrong signal of going to this man's house on the first date? And... I I didn't know. I didn't know if I was. I don't know what was going on in his mind. I don't know what his thinking was. But then I was like, dang, now I'm scared. And I'm already, I'm already here. I'm scared and I'm already here. And I'm like, dang, I don't got no weapons on me, dog. Dang, this is the first time I'm out the house without a weapon on me. He going to catch me slipping. I don't know if this man crazy or not. He can be a psychopath. You know, all these things, these are also the this is exactly the conversation I had with my girlfriends. And I just wanted to share on the podcast because it's a good story. So, yeah. So, yeah, we <laughs> we go to his house um, to do art, quote unquote. I was like, yeah, we can do art tonight or whatever. I was excited. I did want to do art t- that night. And I was kind of mad that I couldn't get some glue open the whole week. Oh, I mean, not the whole week. But last week I was struggling to get some glue open. And... And then my, then my one of the creative directors at my job was like, Heron, you need a man. And I was like, I don't need no man just because I can't open the glue. I might need a jar opener or something, like a tool to assist me. But I don't need no nigga because I can't open the glue. He was like, but the creative director at my job, this is going down a rabbit hole. He was like, but you need a man to be able to reach stuff and open doors for you. And I was like, I can reach stuff. Shout out to Candy. She got me a step stool just in case I can't reach something high. But everything is pretty much made to my height. I'm not that sure. I'm all, I'm five four. I'm average height. But yeah. So back to the story. So we are at his house or whatever, and we're talking. You know, I <laughs> I asked him if he was a psycho. I asked him if he was gonna kill me. <laughs> I don't know who asked people these questions, but I was like, Are you gonna kill me? And he he laughed. But I was like, I was kind of dead ass. And <laughs> I was like, are you, are you, no, seriously. I guess, you, I mean, I guess you wouldn't tell. Would you tell somebody if you were going to kill somebody? Like, if you were a killer, would you tell the person? I think most killers, if they're crazy enough, they'd be like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. But, I mean, me telling you that I'm going to kill you ain't going to stop me from killing you, right? But, yeah, I don't know if I solved anything. <laughs> But he was like, no, I'm not going to kill you. But if you feel like I am, there's a knife right there. 
And <laughs> if I <laughs> if I get too close for comfort, you know, grab that woofy woo. Um, so <laughs> he didn't kill me, guys, because I'm recording a podcast. Um, but we watched, I think, Booty Call. Booty Call we watched on Netflix. And while we were talking, I was like, dang, you know, I've been meaning to take down. I was supposed to take down my hair tonight because I got a birthday party to go to tomorrow. And so he was like, I mean, you can take it down like right now if you want. I can help. And I was like, what? This nigga is offering to help take down my hair? I don't want to get too excited about that. But like, dog, that's really nice. Nobody's ever offered to take help me take down my hair. <laughs> and I was like, it's the little things, Lord. It's the little things. I still don't want to get too excited. Like, this guy's cool or whatever, but I'm not too excited. I'm relaxed. Um, but, yeah, he helped me take down my hair. And, yeah, it was nice. It was a nice moment. He was slow because he ain't have nails. But he did whip out a comb to, like, help assist him with taking down my hair. And he made sure he didn't break off my hair. He was like, your hair is the brown, right? Because I had, like, this black, this, like, well, my root colors because my hair, my roots are black. So the hair I braided in was, like, black. Yeah, he was just, and but the, but, like, you know, towards my ends, it goes to a brown or whatever. He was just making sure he didn't rip my hair. He He also had a flashlight. He was real professional helping me take down my hair. And we got it done. <laughs> and it was just like, you know, just like like those like intimate moments are just like mad cool. And I just want more people to share that. That's that was a cool. It was it might have been, you know, weird to do all on the first date or first encounter, like first time meeting this man in person. We clicked and <laughs> I somehow convinced him to help me with my hair. It <laughs> it was a nice moment. It was a nice moment. And after like I did my hair, we turned on class act and he did his hair cuz he ha- he also has hair. But he did his hair real quick. And you know, just watched it. First time being under a weighted blanket, he gave me a weighted blanket and I almost fell asleep on his couch. And I was like, dang, I need to give me a weighted blanket. It really reminded me. Every time I'm, like, that was my first time actually being under a weighted blanket. But I've been wanting a weighted blanket for, like, two years. I don't know what's taking me so long. I have ample opportunities to get me a weighted blanket. Like, I will forget about it. But then something to come up and be like, it just feels like a big old hug. So I need to really get, I might pick up a weighted blanket this week. While you guys are listening to this, I will probably have my weighted blanket by now. Hopefully, I'm I'm pray I do because that was it felt really nice, and that's how the night wrapped up. He had to get up early for work the next day, so I had to get out of there. I wanted him to kick me out earlier. I don't know why I'd be wanting to get put out of people's houses, but not like I overstayed my welcome. Just say I overstayed. I was being very frustrated, um, frustrating, but I mean overall it was really nice. So if you listen to them, shout out to you, kid. That was a nice date. Um, but I am going to wrap up this episode because I'm hungry <laughs> and tired. So happy Black History Month, guys. Um, this is the last Friday of the month. I don't know. I think what this Friday is the 28th. Today 
when you hear this will be the 28th, the day before the last day of the month, which is the 29th. Terrible being the shortest month celebrating black people. But I celebrate black people all the time. (laughs) So I do want to put you guys. I mean, if I had some black artists to like, it's a crap ton of black artists that I can put you hip to. If you guys go back and listen to my other solo episode, I gave out some gems that you probably can like look up because those were all black artists. Um, So I do want to shout out this Black History Month, all the black creatives that listen to the show. You guys are amazing unicorns. Um, Keep up the good work. I know that sometimes it just seems like it's hard to be creative, to be black, all these things, and to actually create the work that you're proud of, that you want to push forward with. It, It can become frustrating. Hence, this episode is all about frustrations. Um, but I say just keep pushing, keep doing what you have to do to have your voice be heard and expressed how you want it to be. So shout out to all you black creatives that listen, that are really, you know, doing a dang thing or damn thing. You know, I don't, I've, I've censored myself, but then I don't. Um, shout out to all the black listeners in general. If you're not a creative or not a unicorn and you listen to this podcast, shout out to you. Happy Black History Month to you, beautiful people, on the last day. If I didn't say it enough in those other episodes that released this month, I apologize. Because I'm so used to, you know, I'm I'm so used to sitting in my blackness that sometimes I fail to acknowledge the month. And it's definitely a necessary month because, like, other people need to recognize black history. Like, we've done a lot. And, I mean, history books don't reflect it, but black people done a lot of crap. And black people know that. But the rest of the world needs to know how much black people have done because they refuse to acknowledge it most of the time. So shout out to all the beautiful black listeners. You guys are amazing. I love you. Um, If nobody else says it to you, I want you to know that I love you. You are loved. And you're needed. You're necessary. You're everything. Um, And, you know, shout out to... Everybody, every black, every black person that's trying to figure out something, uh, figure out their place in life, you know, trying to center yourself. Keep continue to center yourself. Shout out to all of you black people. I just love you guys. I just love us. We're just so beautiful. We're so amazing. And I get so excited when I talk about black people and talk about our accomplishments and talk about the things that we have going on. And I get so excited hearing stories from black people that aren't always you know reflected or represented to the masses and you know I just want people to share with me to reach out to me to talk to me don't don't be afraid to like reach out I'm very chill to my knowledge um I think I'm an easygoing person so don't be afraid like if you want to talk to somebody if you if you as a black creative find it difficult having difficulty centered centering yourself or finding your place in the world or if you want to talk to me about professional stuff you want to talk about being um a creative and corporate um just reach out to me via this podcast instagram via my personal instagram um that those can be found in the show notes but i'm wrapping this episode up shout out to you beautiful black people though
I'm wrapping this episode up. Um, of course, I'm recording in the Detroit is Different studio. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. You can follow us. Uh, ooh, I'm sorry. I turned the sound. Somebody's calling me right now. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Unicorns Are Real Podcasts. Um, you can follow my personal Instagram and talk to me via my personal Instagram at Aaron Just Alex. Yes, sometimes if you come to me side, if you come at me sideways and you become a DM encounter, you might become content on this podcast. But don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you're not already subscribed. Maybe somebody sent you this episode. Go subscribe and actually keep, you know, keep up with the episodes that we do release because I do put in a lot of work. And I promise I won't always have episodes where I just talk about frustrations in life and everything in general. I will have episodes where I talk about more about art and the creative process and the creative journey. But, you know, you'll never know. Listen to that, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Okay, bye, guys. Love you. Thank you.